This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Coming up in the news, Ticketmaster is sorry. They're awfully sorry. I'll tell you about that. And Chili Cheese Beer makes the news today. It's all brought to you by Pitbull, Tobacco, and more. Your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull, Tobacco, and more. For locals, by locals. So it's only been two days, and we've already found something to bitch about with the Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Uh-huh. People have been complaining about the prominent cigarette smoke smell immediately when walking into the casino's front doors. If you look up any Google reviews, you'll also see people complaining about the smoking. 13 News Now says that the reviews are both negative and positive of the casino, which is now the first fully operational and permanent casino in the state of Virginia. So officials are clearing up the law on indoor smoking. The right. state's indoor clean Air Act does allow smoking inside any part of facilities licensed to conduct gaming. The portion of the Virginia Code reads, any portion of a facility licensed to conduct casino gaming pursuant to Chapter 41 of Title 58.1 designated pursuant to the provisions of and that meets the requirements of this statute, any restaurant within a facility licensed to conduct casino gaming shall comply with the provisions of this section. Essentially what they're saying, according to Rivers Casino, Mm -hmm. uh, they've designated some areas non-smoking throughout the facility, including the restaurants, the Bet River sports book, the sound bar, top golf, and the poker room. Those will be your smoke-free areas. Oh, interesting. I'm surprised the poker room is. And we're grateful to the community's yeah. support of our grand opening and always welcome feedback from our guests. They did point out that the ventilation systems are state-of-the-art. Well, so. they know uh, they're in the gaming business. They know who their customers are for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Everything's subject to change at some point or another. But Mary and I were talking about this last night. And and we've run up to uh, the MGM Casino, a uh, just outside uh, DC, uh, a couple of times. Okay, now maybe a handful of times, and there's no smoking in there. Interesting. Uh, if you want to smoke, you you walk out front. There's a smoking area. They have a nice little lounge set up for people, and it, uh, you know, generally speaking, not doesn't look too bad. Yeah. But the casino itself is it's, pristine. Yeah. yeah. You got to do some extra dusting when you start smoking. Oh, my gosh. Do like you the ever? The amount of I wonder what it does lighting. to the equipment. Yeah, you know? it gets all up in there. And, and, I, you know, I'm, hey, dude, I smoked for like 30 years. I get this. So I understand it. But even I don't want to bathe in it. That's that's the other side of it is if, 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 it, if it's a take it or leave it, if I could go outside and have a smoke and go back in. And not have to stand, just have it just be all over me. Sure. Because you, you notice it. You just do. I was thinking. wonder what it does to the machinery. With casinos, though. Yeah. I mean, we've had casinos for forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, not here, but in, in the land. Vegas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Atlantic and, City. When all there these ha- places, and there right. has been smoking oh, yes. in there through all this. And those <laughs> machines seem fine. So we must have some yes. sort of a basis on all of it to, to go from. Again. That's their business. They yeah. have metrics. Yes. They, 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 this is on purpose. All of it's on purpose. They know they, what they're doing. Oh, my God. The science that's involved in this kind of stuff yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Crazy about pumping in the fresh air and no clocks and all those simple things they do to keep you there. <laughs> right. The longer you stay, the more money they make. You I mean, that's the way it works. You just don't know. You don't realize the sun's coming up. You nope. can't see outside. Oh, there's no windows. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, meanwhile, in money, if you played the Powerball on Monday, double-check that ticket as a Virginia lot. 
lottery says we have a million dollar winner in Virginia. Oh, wow. Now it is a bit of a road trip from here to get it. The uh, winning ticket was bought at a giant food in Alexandria. The person who won it has yet to come forward. We do have a Chesapeake man who won a million dollars playing the Mega Millions game. Bill Pickens bought his ticket online and matched the first five numbers in the July 22nd, 2022 drawing. He won the one million dollar prize. The only number he didn't match was the Mega Ball, which would have been the Bummer. whole thing. That yeah, been, uh, right. The whole enchilada, but still a million bucks. Bill's awesome. He's retired. He's been playing the lottery for a year. He told officials that he's going to use some of the money he won to make canes for Purple Heart veterans who need them. What so a nice guy. You know? Yeah. Congrats yeah, to yeah. him. Elsewhere in the news around here, we will hear from Abby Zwerner's lawyer today. Abby is the teacher in Newport News whose first grade student shot her in class on January 6th. Ten on your side says that the Virginia trial lawyer, Diana Toscano, represents the 25-year-old Richneck Elementary School teacher. Toscano plans to provide an update on Abby this morning when she will share new information about the shooting as well. Now, Abby's been released from the hospital to recover at home. The parents of the child accused in this incident did issue a statement last week. This is the first time we're hearing from Abby or through her lawyer. Right. Uh, as Wavy.com points out, it's unlikely that the first grader will face charges due to his age. No charges have been filed against his parents. The investigation's ongoing, though. Ridgeneck Elementary has been closed since the shooting. Monday is their planned reopening date. A public statement will be held in Newport News at 11 a.m. Miss Werner will not be present. Her attorney will not answer questions from the media. That according to an email announcing the press conference. Meanwhile, this morning, to reinstate or not to reinstate, talking specifically about the National Guard members who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. A vaccine mandate has been lifted, so... What now is the question? As of last November, only 62% of National Guard soldiers and airmen were considered to be fully vaccinated. The 38% not vaccinated were not allowed to drill that, according to WVEC. But they weren't kicked out. Right, yeah. All right. They're not allowed to drill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yesterday, the head of the National Guard Bureau was asked about, and they used the word reinstating. It was asked about reinstating those. Yeah, it'll be really dependent on the the policy decisions that are made and as I mentioned, we're in the working group. We're trying to get that um, the, really those policies established as soon as possible. Um, but unfortunately, we just don't have a date right this time. Yeah, coming maybe. We'll find out soon. 19 Republican senators led by Ted Cruz also introduced a bill yesterday that would reinstate all 8,400 military members who were involuntarily separated from the services for refusing the vaccine. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee that that bill will pass in the Senate. We don't know if President Biden would sign it, but it's been introduced. So, Well, I, we know the other armed services are not doing it. They're They're like, nope. It was there the position of the uh, other armed services that uh, that uh, you just, you dissipated an order. It's it was not about the vaccine. It was about uh, following orders and drilling along, et cetera. So I you know, again, it goes to the goes to the president's desk. Yes, it will. If he's not busy, which yeah. looking for stuff, <laughs> we do know that after they found a bunch of classified documents and pres- President Biden's personal belongings, which were not supposed to be there. Uh, you mentioned that other politicians mm. would start going through their stuff to make sure that they didn't have any. Well, former Vice President Pence, who was asked back in August. Did you retain any classified information after leaving office? No, not to my knowledge. 
Yeah, well, not to my knowledge. Had documents. Documents with classified markings were discovered in former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home, and according to his attorney, quote, the additional records appear to be a small number of documents bearing classified markings that were inadvertently boxed and transported to the personal home of the former Vice President at the end of the last administration. That's what his lawyer said. Right. He said Pence was unaware of the existence of sensitive or classified documents at his personal residence and that he understands the high importance of protecting sensitive and classified information which stands ready and willing to cooperate fully with the National Archives and any appropriate inquiry. Didn't he invite them to come look in his house, though? Sure. That's the, the story here. Unlike President Trump, whose lawyer said no, so the FBI got a warrant and went and kicked in his door, more or less, and went through his stuff. Pence was, as soon as this started happening, if, you know, if, if anything, you, Pence is seemingly a very, very concerned about how things look guy yeah he's, was, a, he's a really optically driven person i don't want even the appearance i didn't do anything i'm not having dinner with any woman that's not my wife <laughs> remember that famously <laughs> sure oh yeah <laughs> so he's you know he seems to seems to be a straight arrow i the other clip that went around uh, along with him back in august saying yeah. he didn't have any documents he was talking about former president trump and he was upset that the fbi Kicked down the door, you right. know, essentially. They, they well, got I mean, the warrant. They, yes. They it, he the didn't warrant. like the look of that. So they, it goes with what you were saying. Down, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. But the way it looks. Yes. Yeah. He didn't like the look of it. It was exactly what he was yeah. saying. So, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Optics guy. Good times. Mm-hmm. Good times. So, how far are we going with this? Who else has classified documents? I heard Martin Sheen might because he <laughs> once played the president. I don't know about you guys know that. The West Wing. Anybody that's ever pretended to be the president, half the cast of Saturday Night Live has classified documents. Right. I'm going to ask Jay Farrell this morning. When he was pretending to be Obama, did he have classified documents? Oh, well, meanwhile, Ticketmaster in the hot seat. Senators grilled Ticketmaster, questioning whether the company's dominance in the ticketing industry led to its breakdown last year during the sale of Taylor Swift concert tickets. Swift justice for Ticketmaster is the corny key phrase everybody keeps saying. Uh, That and the the senator quoting the song. (laughs) The Senate Judiciary Committee debated possible action, including making tickets non-transferable to cut down on scalping and requiring more transparency in ticket fees. Mm -hmm. Some suggested that it all also might be necessary to split Ticketmaster and the Beverly Hills, California-based concert promoter Live Nation, which merged in 2010. Competition uh, policy is very important to me. I believe in capitalism, and to have a strong capitalist system, you have to have competition. You can't have too much consolidation. Ticketmaster is the world's largest ticket seller, processing 500 million tickets each year in more than 30 countries. About 70% of tickets for major concert venues in the U.S. are sold through Ticketmaster, according to data in the federal lawsuit filed by consumers last year. Live Nation's president and chief financial officer apologized to the fans. We apologize to the fans. We apologize to Ms. Swift. We need to do better, and we will do better. And uh, it said that the company knows it's going to do better, that Ticketmaster spent a billion dollars over the last decade trying to improve its security and stop a bot. We talked to a guy yesterday on the phone that has said that he had seen in, uh, I don't know, on Instagram or Facebook, somebody willing to buy your old Ticketmaster account so they could get tickets. Use it on, in bot form. Mm. Yeah, program the bot with your name and user information so you look legit, mm. and they were they were buying them up. Yeah, yeah, because they they plan on using them repeatedly to <laughs> to basically attack the site and get tickets for scalpers.
or resellers. Drive the ticket prices up for everybody of else. Of course, and- yeah. Oh, that was another thing that came out of this, is that they're, they, they claim that their end of it is fixed. And, and I don't mean fixed like manipulated, but, right. but we have a fixed fee that we assign to these tickets. That flexible pricing thing, that's on the artist, not us. Yeah. And the artists were like, what? Don't do that to don't us. Don't dump on us. Yeah, Don't let on. them know that we're making money. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bro Bible says ticket prices for this week's NFC championship game between the Eagles and 49ers are selling yeah. for as much as $4,178. Wow. StubHub said the cheapest seats can be had for 500 bucks. WJET says the least expensive Super Bowl ticket now costs $5,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. 5000 bucks. We do know who's going to be doing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl. Chris Stapleton has been chosen to sing. Babyface will perform America the Beautiful. And coming just Baby in- face is still around? He can- baby face is guys you gotta be getting Botox. He cannot be baby face anymore. <laughs> Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. Good point. Yeah. Uh, and coming just in time for the Super Bowl, Hormel has launched the first ever Hormel chili cheese brew. The beer is all about bringing the taste of their chili cheese dip to life. Here is the commercial for it. How do you take your favorite dip and turn it into your favorite sip? Ooh, my man. You brew it into reality by combining cheesy chilliness with hoppy beeriness. Chillification. Uh, Introducing Hormel Chili Cheese Brew. It's the beautiful can. Now you can pair your dips and sips. I figured that was a better way to explain it. It's chili yeah. cheese spiced beer. On the label, it says pairs well with recli- recliners, gaming, and late night snack attacks. Modest describes it as a chili cheese dip inspired, corn chip flavored, crushable American lager created with a mix of savory spices and hints of cheddar cheese powder. It's available online while supplies last. It's unclear how much they made. Oh, it's gimmicky. It was still available last yeah. check, though. Gimmicky. Four pack costs twelve bucks, not that bad, but you oh, do have to pay f- for shipping, and yeah. that'll double the yeah. cost. They say it'll ship in time for the Super Bowl. I don't know. Are there savory flavored beers? None come to mind. I mean, usually they oh, they, sure. they add citrus and things like that. I'm just trying to think of beer that just tastes like a loaf of bread. But if it's well, I mean, overpowered, yeah. if it's yeah. overpowering, I don't want it. If it's just a little taste of it, maybe not so. My bad. experience with the beers has been that they are fairly subtle. Yeah, yeah, which is like like that is a known thing that they all have universally in common. Even pumpkin beer, which, as you know, I despise the overuse of pumpkin stuff. It's a light flavoring. Yes. It still tastes like beer. As long as it still has beer. I was thinking the Sweet Baby Jesus, the uh, peanut Peanut butter chocolate one. There you go. There's a savory one, but it's got some sweet to it. Well, there are some And it's barely there. there. Uh, But a lot of them are like stouts and sours. Yeah. Well, I love stouts. I'm fine with that. I like porters. I like the toasty flavor, but it's it's still a unique. Yoho Sorry Umami IPA. Umami. Umami there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know there was a beer that had a chili pepper in it. Like a, just a big fat chili. Well, a chili in the pepper. Yeah. yeah. If you put a little heat in your beer, I'm yeah, I'm not, not against that. that. Yeah. No, this it's, it sounds weird to me when you start going corn chip. I, I kind of it's weird to me. It just that, sounds that, weird, yeah, but I'm but gonna I eat already, them together. I drink wheat. Uh, I'll drink wheat type beers yeah. anyway yeah. that are already kind of, kind of bready. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I like, guess. Well, really they're filling that. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But by by the same, yeah. But it's one of those things where like there's a lot of people that you know they can't eat the food if it's touching. Yeah, 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 I'm going to yeah. eat potatoes and peas and turkey and whatever, but I can't be touching. And I don't know if I just want to 
do I just want to crumble it all up and put it in a blender and just let's just do this? <laughs> no. Take all the fun. I, I want exactly. my chips to be crunchy. I want my beer to be gluggy. You know, <laughs> glug, glug, liquidy, glug. It would be weird yeah. to have the corn chip flavor in know. your mouth without a crunch to it. Yeah. You know, I guess it's so, yeah. odd. But. Yeah. Here's a pastrami pilsner from Schmaltz Brewing. That's a little, Schmaltz, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, chicken fat. But it's also probably subtle. It's yeah. all, all of this is probably It's supposed subtle, to be subtle, yeah. It's supposed to be yeah. a hint of or whatever. Yeah. It is. Any reviews? Thing. Any reviews on the uh, Hormel chili beer? Haven't seen one yet. Seen one? See if Have, you can find a review. I don't know if they've shipped yet. Yeah. Oh, we don't know if they're yeah. even out yet. It was just All announced. Right. So. Well, it may have been given yeah, yeah. to reviewers ahead of time. Who knows? Well, there you, you go. Yeah. When, when Anheuser used to roll them out, we'd we'd get a case or two uh, before they'd ever hit the market. You remember that time? Something we, would fall off the truck. We were trying it before it hit the market, and somebody yeah. texted in like, "Oh, that's a horrible beer. I hate it." We're like, "You haven't tried it yet. There's no way. There's no way you could know what this tastes like. <laughs> yeah, it's People physically not possible. You're just disagreeing well, the to internet's disagree for us to leave our opinions. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even an opinion, you moron. <laughs> Making it up. God dang. Yeah, just that's a bald faced lie. Ooh, fire in the ham. Ooh. So it's a ham flavored beer. Ham bacon flavor, apparently. All right. All right. Uh, Dogfish Head has a salty beer. Susquehanna. Sea Quench. Oh, okay. There you go. Sea Quench. So, spear beer. I've seen people put salt in their beer. Salt and lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. Put an orange slice in there, too. I mean, there's. Uh, Blue Moon. Yep. Yep. That's it. Around here, we got rain moving in Mm. later on this afternoon. Highs in the low to mid 60s. Breezy, though. Southwest winds, 6 to 11 miles per hour, increasing this afternoon. Rain, maybe even some thunderstorms as we move into the evening and night hours. uh, Low down around 45 by tomorrow though sunny highs near 50 right now we're at 35 degrees and i am shelly for rumble in the morning on fm 99